MLM Nation, episode 150. You finish what you start. And that's my principle on my team. I always tell them, we, we finish what we start. You know, we don't quit. We keep going no matter what happens. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. This show is brought to you by MLM Nation Insider. So what is Insider? Insider is a true university-style learning center and couldn't be further from any ordinary membership site or other MLM trainings. We just launched a new training center for all Insider members. Every aspect of this new environment and the trainings housed there were built for one reason. It's to give you a library of mini courses, what I call implementation guides, that have checklists and shortcuts. You can pick any area of network marketing that you want to improve in, such as social media, how to approach co-markets, how to create duplication, and find an implementation guide to get you up and running quickly. So I also host a special coaching webinar for insider members every week so you can join in on the fun and get solutions to any obstacles you may be facing in your business. So whatever you need help with, you can ask me. All you have to do is contact me through the special email address that only insider members have. And even if you can't make the webinar live, you can ask me a question and I'll answer it. And then you can listen to the recording 12 hours later. As an insider member, you'll also be able to connect with all the other insiders in our private Facebook group and at live MLM Nation events. I'll tell you, it has been a ton, a ton of fun. And then finally, as an insider member, you have access to over 30 issues of the official MLM Nation Insider Newsletter, where you get the latest tips on how to prospect, market yourself, time management tips, and much more. And for being a loyal listener of the MLM Nation Podcast, I wanted to give you a special opportunity to take a dollar test drive. You'll get access to all the MLM Nation Insider resources that I talked about for seven days for only $1. So head over to MLMNationInsider.com and I'll catch you there. So now, let's get ready for our guest today. Ready? Three. Two, one. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Angel Overa. Angel, are you ready to make it happen? I was born ready, Simon. Born ready. Angel's definitely born ready. Now, Angel Overa grew up in the tough part of Los Angeles and was, and was exposed to gangs, drugs, and violence at a young age. When Angel became a young father, he felt the pressure to provide for his son and was introduced to network marketing. Even though he didn't have a car, he would borrow his mom's car so he could meet with people and share the business. Angel worked hard in the business because, he says in his own words, I had to make this a success. Today, Angel has a team of over half a million distributors worldwide. He's achieved financial freedom and lives in a gated community. But more imp- most importantly, he has the time and freedom to stay home with his wife and kids. Angel is also the author of the book, Your First 90 Days in Network Marketing. So Angel, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Yeah, I mean, I, I was in construction. I, was, um, I got kicked out of high school in the 11th grade and uh, just hanging around the wrong crowd here in Los Angeles. And uh, my father got me a job in construction right away. I was working full-time construction when I was supposed to be in high school. And uh, I did that for a while. And, um, you know, I found out at a young age, I moved up the ranks quick in the construction field, made top 
the top income there and figured out at a young age, I, I was broke at a higher level. You know, I was just living paycheck to paycheck, just like people that were working there 20, 30 years before I was. And um, I just, I wanted something better. And it was, and I was on a job site working. Matter of fact, we were working at the Beverly Hills Hotel. We were remodeling it. And um, a young apprentice I was, I was training showed me network marketing. He sat, it's funny, we were on a, we had a wood table there, a bench, and he was drawing circles. And he told me about a guy that was my age, that was very successful, woke up when he felt like it, had a big house, nice Mercedes, traveled, you know, and we were there all dirty. And, and I was like, wow, who is this guy? I just want to, you know, how can I meet him? And how can I, how can I do this? Um, and I, and, and, and he didn't, <laughs> it was funny. He didn't, he didn't show me the right way. Kind of, we call it fire hose me. And, uh, it didn't matter cause I was open and I, I was like, well, how do I get started? How, how do I join? He didn't even know how to, how to sign me up. Um, this is about 16 years ago when I was 23 years old. So that's how it started. Wow. So just for those who don't know the term, uh, you, you said he didn't show you the right way. He fire hosed you. What do you, uh, what do you mean by fire hose? Meaning that when uh, when you when somebody first gets in the business, they're not supposed to tell their prospects everything. You know, like they, it's, you're supposed to if they're thirsty, you give them a glass of water. And most most new people, even I was, I did it. The, you know, we all bang our head against the wall and they're marketing in the beginning. But you tell them too much, you fire hose them instead of giving them a glass of water if they're thirsty. And that's what he did with me. But I was the right. I was looking, so I you could he couldn't say he could have told me all the wrong things. I don't know if maybe maybe he did, but I was open. You know, at the time. So so you were 23, you said, when you started? Yeah, I was 23 years old when I got started. So did no you have a lot of success immediately? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I did okay. I, I didn't break any records in the company. Um, it took me six months. I hit the, the uh, what was it, the second highest position in the company at the time. And I went full time. I went full time after. So my, my sixth month, I hit it. Seventh month, I went full time. I just turned 24 years old at the time, and ever since then, I've been full-time in network marketing. Wow. So that's a story that most people don't uh, have because a lot of people are struggling, right, in the first couple of months, or they can't sponsor anyone in the first year. So what did you do differently that other people are not doing? You know, I, I just – I think it was my attitude was everything. Um Kind of, you know, growing up in a rough area with gangs and all that stuff, you had to have an attitude like – uh, you know, he, I didn't really take anything from anybody. And that attitude pretty much kind of helped me in the beginning because I didn't care what people thought. I was like, I'm on a mission. I'm going to make it happen. And I just found people that, you know, that were like, you know, let's go. Let's go. I, I had a, I was on fire. and People were like, I think people followed me because they just knew where I was going somewhere. And, and that's why they got started with me. And we just kept rolling. We just worked hard. Mm, so, by the way, what part of L.A. did you grow up in? I grew up in a, it's a northeast L.A area i see well what's the park because i live in la out in torrance i was just curious where what part you lived in i grew up in a city called pacoima it's a it's a it's a run of a one of the worst um you know areas in los angeles um yeah you definitely am on this you definitely want to want to go there and like i guess in the streets you got to be confident right if you're not confident you just easily get picked on and bullied or like taken advantage of yeah yeah it's you know i I don't know how it is now. I mean, I have family that still lives there, but you know, when I was growing up, it was, it was not, it was not the funnest place to grow up and walking home from school. And, you know, you got to watch this way you go this way, that way. It just, you know, it just, it is what it is. You just grew up in that. So, so you developed a confidence. So when you started the business, I'm sure there were people who are negative. They weren't into the business. 
uh, that just didn't bother you. You just keep on going. Yeah, well, you know, what's funny is that when people were negative in the beginning, I got, like, when, when uh, someone told me no, I got kind of mad. Like, I was, I didn't understand. Like, I, I took it a little personal in the beginning. Like, what do you mean you're not interested? Like, you're broke. Like, you need, a, you need this business. And for me, I was like, and one of my mentors told me, you know, it's not you, it's them. They're, it's them, it's not you. Don't worry, don't take it personal. I was like, oh, okay, it made sense. And then, you know, reading books and all that stuff helped me grow and understand how people um, about people. So it helped me out when I, when I was getting started. Can you share a major turning point, like kind of like an aha moment, kind of like when the light bulb went off, uh, where you really had a lot of success? Uh, I mean, for me, like my first aha moment in network marketing was at an international convention. Um, it, it was like, I was like, I was, I couldn't believe what I was a part of. Like I was like, cause I went to a, a, a local BOM meeting, you know, business opportunity meeting. There was probably like 35 people there. And I was, that for me at the time was big. I went to a home meeting and then I went to an international convention. i never, I didn't fly anywhere though. I mean, I didn't, I never traveled. You know, we were broke. We'd have no money. So for me, I had a flight to Atlanta, Georgia. It was an international convention. And I was like, I was excited about the trip, you know? So I went and I was blown away, Simon. I, I was like, I saw people there my age you know, retiring their moms and dads. And like, I was, I couldn't believe it. I was so fired up after that. It was a, it was a life changing experience for me. So when people tell me, you know, they can't go to a convention, they have to go to an event to see what they're a part of. Mm, definitely. Well, what was the thing it was really the, uh, that happened at the event? Was it your belief in the profession? Yeah. My belief went through the roof, man. I, 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 th- I, I thought I was sold out before, you know, after that, I was on fire, man. I, I came back to L.A. and I went crazy. I was on fire. I was on. I was like, either you're part of the pavement or you're part of the steamroller, man. I'm, I'm on a mission right now. And because I, I saw I saw for me, I saw people like me, you know, it was, it was that belief, that 110 percent conviction that mm. I had that I needed, you know. Let's share another uh, part of your journey. Because, you know, as an entrepreneur, that's the roller coaster that Darren Cardi talks about is ups and downs. I'd like to know what is the worst, your worst and toughest time in network marketing where you probably want to, you hated the business. It was so bad, but somehow you stayed in. And because of that, you are where you are today. Well, you know, um, there was a time where like I've hit like, um, you know, when I was in another company, there was a, it was structured in a way where it was just. Um, it was kind of like you were stream swimming against the the, the stream of, of a river. You know, it was it was very, um, you know, people were just throwing in the towel. Even good friends of mine, you know, it was like, what are, what are you doing? Like you're giving up by your. It, it was just like you kind of hit a wall, and and I seen people that I knew, um, friends of mine, you know, families quit, and then I ended up, you know, with these strangers that I didn't know in my downline that were left, you know, from the dust from them quitting, and I was like, this is you know it was like what, what are you guys doing like you know it was kind of like you know it was it was a, it was a, it was an experience for me because i'd never been part of that before it was my in, in my early days and uh but now that you know now it, it is what it is but th- that right there was like it was it was kind of challenging for me because i didn't you know growing up how i grew up loyalty is huge loyal loyalty is like it's lo- loyalty is a big part you know in and in, in where i grew up and for people to be disloyal you know, to like maybe stop doing this company and go to another one, you know, kind of like was like, it was weird. You know, I didn't, I wasn't used to that um, in business. So, you know, that, that was, that was probably it. 
So what was the self talk? What did you? What were you saying to yourself that kept you in the business instead of like quitting? Well, it was always my my dream board, my family, my why. My why was too big, you know. My why, my parents, you know. I see my mom and dad struggle forever, and、uh, I was doing this for them, you know. I was doing this business for my my son at the time, and、uh, they drove me through everything, you know, through the hard times, the good times, the ups and downs, the roller coaster, you know. Just thinking about them and thinking about those those times where we didn't have enough money to eat, like we had to eat, you know, certain food every day because we didn't have enough money growing up. And you know, I, I just thought about those times. What fueled me to to become successful, and then plugging into the events. You know, staying plugged in was key, man. Because if you don't plug, stay plugged in, you're gonna die out.、Mm, that's really good. That's worth repeating, ML Nation. If you don't stay plugged in, you will die out. I like that. Now,、um, Angel, what would you consider to be your proudest moment in network marketing? My proudest moment in marketing was probably when I.、Um, Uh, I've had a few, but one of one I can think of right now is when I brought my mom and dad on stage when I got promoted to a position that was very, very, you know, a very esteemed position where the money was ridiculous. And、um, I brought my mom and dad on stage. We were in San Diego at a convention center there, and I brought them on, you know, and, and told my mom and dad they will never have to worry about money ever again、um, in their life as long as I'm in network marketing and I'm able to. To be successful in this business, so that was probably one of them. That must have been so cool for your parents to do that, for you to see your, you know, to see the son on stage. Yeah, because they were there for me the whole time. You know, it, there was there was times I made money in the early days, and there was months I didn't make any money. It was like a roller coaster, and they were always there for me no matter what. They, even though my family was skeptical at first when I got into network marketing, they were always there for me no matter what. You know, whether you know I, I had money, I lost money, you know.、Uh, You know, in, in my journey through the through the industry, and no matter what, they're always there. So I was that was very very important for me. Now you've been in the profession for 16 years. How have you seen the profession change, like network marketing? And do you see people more open to network marketing than before? Well, yeah, it's it's different now. A lot of people have been exposed to it versus 16 years ago, where people really didn't know. I used to go to those meetings with my mom as a kid, or but but now people have been exposed. I think a lot of people have been exposed, and um, you know, I I look at it as the next major profession. Um, you know, I think it's going to be in 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 then you know the new profession is what they call it, and、uh, people are are very open, and there's a lot more success stories. Um, out there for people to see. Hey, this this is the real deal. This works, you know. So now、uh, you also contributed back to the profession. You wrote the book, your first ninety days in network marketing. Can you share with the listeners、uh, a little bit about the book and where they can get that book? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I can't believe I even wrote a book.、Um, I, I, for I a high school dropout, eleventh grade dropout, right?、And、you wrote yeah, a book. Yeah, yeah. Take that, my teachers. Huh? They look like that. <laughs> <laughs>、um, Yeah, you know, I wasn't a book guy. To be honest with you, I was a sports guy. My my dream was to be a professional baseball player. I love baseball. I'm an LA Dodger fan, hardcore. I mean, you know, and and I, those dreams changed. And you know, and they told me read books, read books. And it's funny, the first book I ever read, Simon, is probably the littlest book because that's why I read it because it was small. <laughs> Who moved my cheese? And,、uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I read that book, and it was. 
And, you know, I said, oh, this is great. I liked it because it, 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 I related with it at the time. So it was great because I used to only read sports books, sports magazines, sports this. And then and then um, they told me, look, write a book, write a book, because I've been in I've been in the industry for 16 years and I've been in the service industry and I've been in the product industry, in the product in network marketing. I've been in services and I've been in products. And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. So I kind of delayed it and delayed it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. No one's no one's really done the 90 days. I think 90 days is like the, the first your first 90 days could be a game changer in the business or your restart of your 90 days. That's why when I wrote the book, I said, whether you're just starting or you're restarting your business. And so we put the book together. We just launched it a couple months ago. On It's on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. And it's 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 going crazy. Like it's it's pretty amazing what's going on with the book. I never thought, you know, like I said, I'd have a book on Amazon, but I do now. And now we have it in Spanish, and it's also getting translated into Korean and Chinese as well because I have a huge international organization that wants it. So wow, that's you know you have to go back to your high school teachers and give each one of them a copy. <laughs> I think they'd pass out. I think they'd, <laughs> they'll pass out. Yeah. Or actually, they'll inspire them. Like hey, you know, there's hope, right? <laughs> Kids that drop out, there's hope. Um, so share a little bit. What should people be doing in the first ninety days? The first ninety days is like it's like a you know I always compare it to a car that dies out. Um, if ever anyone's ever pushed a car that died out, it's so it's kind of hard to push in the beginning of you know, the car. But once the car starts rolling, you could push it with one hand, and that's your first ninety days. And people, you know, you got to be coach hundred percent coachable. You know, you got to you know. You got to make a list, you know, get your why, why you're doing the business, listen to your upline, whatever system they they um, provide for you. You got to follow that system, you know, and that's why when I wrote the book, I don't I don't train a system on there. I, I, I train principles and, and, and you should follow whoever you're working with your upline, you know, because they already have a system for you. Just follow it. They've already been down the road. They've been successful. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just follow the system and, and work as hard as you can for whatever time you have. And those first ninety days, and your and your business will, you know, blast off. Mm. Let's go back to uh, that apprentice that shared the fire hose deal, right? Yeah, he told you everything. What should people be doing instead? Instead of fire hosing, well, they should only like if somebody's hungry, like it's it's you give them the pepperoni, not the whole pizza. Mm. Just give them a little pepperoni, you know, give them a little taste of it. You know, don't don't give them everything, you know, because. What happens is most people, they say too much. You might have the greatest opportunity in the world. Your company is probably amazing, amazing products, amazing comp plan, which is great. But you give them so much information that they start making decisions on, based on past experience or maybe they have some baggage from some other company that wasn't great. And therefore, they make that decision. So that's why you don't want to give them too much information. You know, you want to keep them, very, you want to keep them hungry to, to get on the phone or to get in front of an expert that can get them in the business for you. That is so good. I love the pepperoni thing because if you give a little bit, the guy wants more, right? But if you give him too much, not only is he going to be full, he may actually complain that was a bad pizza. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, compared to another pizza place or this or that. Yeah, yeah. So, so what type of info should be, uh, just say someone's interested, right? What type of info should they give? The, the, the tiny bits of info, what should they be giving? Well, it depends on the company or whoever you're working with. Like we have a we have a video, we have a three minute video, two about uh, two and a half minutes, something like that. You know, it's not too long, and it's just a little. It, it's, it has nothing to do with the company. Um, it's just a video we send them to a link, a website, and it plays a video for them, and it just talks about you know what's going on in the world today. 
you know, Social Security, retirement, uh, people losing jobs, uh, you know, job security is a flat out lie now. It's a myth nowadays. And just give people the we call it the headache and the aspirin effect. Well, we give them the headache and the aspirin is our opportunity, you know. Mm, I, I love to give the headache. You got to before you can sell the solution, you got to sell them that they have a problem first before you yeah, sell the solution. Right. Exactly. So we just give a little. And what it, what the, what I love about that sign, the video with the, the peaking video. I remember back in the day we used to use a, a two minute, three minute recorded call because technology wasn't wasn't what it is today. Or we used to give people DVDs back in the day or magazine. You know, we could still give them a magazine. That, that's, that's fine. But now with technology, it, it sorts people out because you only want to talk to people that are interested. You know, so that's a sorting tool for you. Very, very, very good. Really good. Hey, uh, as we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain, Angel. Okay. okay. And one of the first ones is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Um, one of my favorites is... Uh, it's the one that if you don't build your dreams, someone will hire you to build, help build theirs. I that's, love that. Yeah, you know, and that's so true because when I was in construction, uh, I used to see the owner of the company. The only time I saw the owner of the company, when he would come, he he lived out in Newport Beach, and I was working in Van Nuys, California, which is like a hundred degrees in the summertime. So hot shop, uh, cabinet shop there, carpenter shop, and the only time I would see the owner come was with his family in summertime to get his boat yacht bring it out, take it out to the ocean. And here I am all working 100 degrees, seeing them out in their nice, you know, fashion oblish, you know, they're, they're all dressed mm. up nice and leaving. And I'm like, man, how do I do? I need to do that too, you know? So. That's interesting. That's not definitely not uh, one of the best ways to motivate your employees. Yeah, seriously. You'll that guy, should be, that guy right. should be MLM. That's a great way to motivate distributors, not for ML, not for employees. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? One habit? Yeah, one habit or routine you have that help you become successful. Um, one habit, I think one of the things that I've, I've been, um, you know, born with, I think, is, is delegating. I've been a good delegator um, as a leader. I've been able, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a control freak. I'm not about some people, they have, they, they're control freaks. They want to control everything. That's not me. I, I delegate. I let people lead. I let people run their business um, because... I got into network marketing to have beach money, you know, to be free, not to be, you know, trapped into a job like 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 a, like it's a job still. So, delegation has probably been one of the keys for me, being a good delegator. Aren't you worried like if you delegate and then the people will screw up, like that you could do it better? Well, I always inspect what I expect. Um, you know, if I if I delegate and I don't see things happening, I always go inspect what I expect. So I, I let people stick their finger in the socket, you know, and they got to learn from it. Um, that's how I learned my upline, you know, he lived an hour away. He couldn't make it to certain things and I had to learn the hard way, but it's, it, it molded me to be a leader. That is really good. I inspect what I expect. We definitely have that in the show notes page. Very, very good stuff. Um, Angel, what is the best piece of advice you ever received? Um, advice. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's, if you call this advice or, um, but one of my, um, one thing that sticks with me was I had a mentor of mine that was very successful and I looked up to, um, he just had that, he was very, he's very successful. And he told me one time, Hey, you ready to get off the sidelines and start, stop watching and you ready to get in the game. And as an athlete, you know, that was like, Whoa, it kind of like smacked me in the, like, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, what you, you know, cause I was at the time I wasn't in top 10 production. I wasn't at the time. I know I was, I was out of production because I had people at the same rank as me in my, my group, 
in that company. So, you know, I, get, I didn't get credit for that. So I had to go build new open line production. And, you know, it always resonated with me because I was, you know, I'm an athlete and, you know, baseball player. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to be on this bench or on the sidelines. I want to be in the game, you know, so. Good. Uh, let's talk about prospecting tools. Maybe this is the, you mentioned it before, or maybe you used another one. But if someone is interested in the business, do you just send them that three-minute video that talks about the, that talks, kind of gives them the headache? Or would you like to sit down and do a flip chart? Or do you do a webinar or a Skype call? What do you, what's your favorite prospecting tool? Uh, well, you, all, the, all the things you mentioned we use. Um, you know, my favorite, you know, pro, if I'm prospecting people, um, you know, if I'm on, a, if I'm on a, like I'm on the go, you know, or I got my company logo on the car door, bottom door of one of my of my cars. Um, they'll ask me what, what is it, whatever. I'll say, you know, oh, give me your information. I always collect their information. I'll, I'll give them my card or whatever, but I always get their phone number, and I'll send them a link. But I but I want to sit down with them. Um, if I'm in the area, I sit down with them. Uh, if they're out of the area, then I'll put them on a webinar, conference call, whatever. Um, we even have a video uh, presentation, but if I can get somebody live, I will always get them live because I, I, I can, you know, this is a belly to belly business. And if I could shake their hand, especially the cold market people, because the number one thing is trust. So if I could shake their hand, look them in the eyes, say, look, I'm going to help you. I'm going to mentor you. We're going to work together. Let's do this. You know, that's all for me. That's always been better than, than anything else. So. When you do the belly to belly, do you use a newsletter or a magazine or you just, uh, draw circles do you use it what tool do you use when you do belly to belly and face to face yeah belly to belly um we have like these nice brochures we use um we give, it's it's just like i said a pepperoni it's not a it's not the whole thing and then i'll, I'll send them the link you know i always get their information send them the link um when i when i'm out and about if i'm out and about i don't have anything i just get their information and, and, I, and I text them where to go you know go to this website and watch this stuff so, got it. Got it. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or like a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, my favorite app on my phone is uh, I don't know. I have a lot of apps. Um, you know, I use Dropbox. I use all that stuff. Um, I, I don't. I, I don't know. They're all. They're all good. I don't know. They're all different. You know, it's it's crazy. I have so many different apps for so many different things. Like, like because I have a huge international business. So I have a certain app for this country, a certain app for that country, a certain app for that country. So, you know. I see. Yeah. And so speaking about international, how do you grow internationally and what do you use uh, to support them? So how do you communicate? What do you use to use to communicate with your teams internationally? Uh, internationally, what's great about international is I built here in Los Angeles. So there's people from all over the world here. So every person that I – every leader that I got into the business in L.A., speaks English. So wherever we go, if I go to China, my leader speaks English so he can translate for me when I get there. But our company is great because our company hires general managers in these markets that will help out with the team. So I have someone assigned to my team in China and Korea or, you know, or uh, Japan. I have like a person that helps my team and they all speak English. So it's perfect. So I, they'll give me a report, you know, oh, I'll talk to them. I fly. I, like I was in Korea a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I have a guy runs my team there with the company does that for us, which is awesome because I can't communicate in that language. So hmm. it, it works out pretty good. Yeah. 
So you basically build up your business where you're really leveraged now, where you don't even need to work with these leaders. Like the company will actually assign someone to take care of your teams. Yeah, international. It's amazing. Yeah, companies. I see. So you don't need to do webinar calls with your leaders and stuff like that? No, they don't. I don't know the language. So that way, they wouldn't understand anyways. It's, it's my leaders are self-sufficient. They run and... It, it, I, I'll do like a, I'll go out there, do a tour, you know, like maybe yeah. two, three times a year. And they, all they want to do is shake my hand, take pictures. I mean, it's great. It's, I, they, they want to see that it's real. I'm real, you know, and, and I like that because I'm a real person, you know, like I'm a real guy, just humble dude that came from LA and became, you know, successful. And, and I like to meet the people. Fantastic. Now, aside from your book, what's one book you could recommend to MLM Nation? Um, there's a, uh, let me see. Well, there's a few that changed my life when I first started. Um, probably, uh, the, one of the first books I read that really, they're different. Um, but one of them was failing forward by John C. Maxwell, because, um, I thought kind of, you know, so I, mean, I failed in life, you know, I've always had that guilt because I, I, I did very well when I was young in school, when I was, when I was in, um, the third and, uh, what was it? I think the second or third grade, they wanted to skip me up a, another grade. Um, and my mom, I was too short. My mom was like, no, he's too short. And at the time I was going to, um, a school here in uh, LA that was not a, you know, not in a good area. So going, get, getting picked on by bigger kids was not going to be good. So, uh, but you know, when I got in trouble and, and I was also playing baseball and I was doing very well in baseball. And when I got in trouble and got kicked out of high school, I kind of felt like I, I let my parents down. Like I failed. And so I always, I had that like guilt in my, you know, my back of my head, like I failed and, you know, I, I always wanted to be successful and give back to them. So failing forward taught me that fail is fertilizer. It's not, it's not a fail is not a bad, a dead end. You're it, cause we're taught fail is bad. But when, when I read the book and it taught me that fail was fertilizer, it just changed the game for me. That is so good. And thank you for sharing that story. Failure is fertilizer. And uh, ML Nation, I know you love audio because you listen to the show. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook like Failing Forward by John C. Maxwell at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Angel, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Yeah. Before we go to the million-dollar question, you already know the importance of recruiting. And if you can't sponsor, you simply will never earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will teach you the skills to easily approach any prospect, and especially how to open a conversation with people who are smart and have good business skills. These are the people who will be your future leaders. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar, where you learn how to avoid the five deadly prospecting mistakes, and I'll give you three simple scripts on how to properly approach anyone whether the cold market or warm market. You can register for free at sponsoringworkshop.com. That is www.sponsoringworkshop.com. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad with my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcasts for you. Not only will you know how to properly approach and present, the best part is you get my famous six-figure clothes to get prospects to sign up. This is the same script that I used to sign up one of my party animal friends who's now a diamond director, million-dollar club member, and a stay-at-home dad with his two kids. So go register for this webinar now at sponsoringworkshop.com. 
This training is so important that I made it available at four different times for you. So it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can access it live. So go to sponsoringworkshop.com and register today. Here's the million dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't know your family, didn't know your parents, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, but they spoke English or Spanish. Okay. <laughs> What's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you will go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Uh, I would go to... I would go to Barnes and Nobles. I would go to, um, you know, where, where I look for people looking at like entrepreneur magazines there. You know, I met a lot of great people there. Um, looking at the entrepreneur section there. Um, I would go to, um, success seminars, maybe in the, look at the local convention center, like look at, um, some wealth building seminars in the area or real estate seminars, uh, people there that, you know, people that go there, they want to get ahead. They want to make money. I would, I would find leaders in the area, um, you know, it's funny, Simon, I, back in my early days, I actually kind of did something like this. I went to Denver. Um, we did some crazy thing. Um, it was my third year in network marketing, third year, fourth year. I forgot. We're like, let's move to Denver. We didn't know anybody. We didn't know anybody in Denver. And we like, we got this, we were like, we'll, we'll expand this market. So we get to Denver and it's snowing. I never been in snow like this in my life. And, you know, it was crazy. And we go there and I literally was calling real estate signs on the on front of houses, those phone numbers. And I was like, hey, my name's Angel. I'm expanding a company here in Denver in the metropolitan area. I'm from Los Angeles. I'd love to sit down with you and show you what's going on. It may or may not be for you, but we're expanding the area and I see your your real estate and obviously you're not, you know, you like you want to make money. So why don't we get together? And 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 I was just calling every phone number, every number I could get a hold of, um, and, and just tapping into the market and that's what I actually did that um so it's crazy you ask that question because <laughs> I've actually lived that uh in my life for for a moment awesome and uh, ML Nation go re- hit the rewind button 15 second rewind a couple of times listen to the angel just basically gave you a script on how to approach business people real estate people in any type of market it's an awesome co-market script that he just shared uh just hit the rewind button and listen to that an awesome show, Angel. I thank you for your time. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can contact and connect with you? Uh, uh, last, uh, the way you can contact with me with uh, through my website, www.angelolvera.com. Um, it's, that's the best way to get a, my Facebook and all that's on there. Everything's on there. You can see my story. They did a documentary on my story there as well, my videos. And you see my family on there and everything. You know, get to see who I am and meet me and I would love to meet everybody or help anybody I can. It's all about giving back. But one of the things I want to close it out with Simon is, um, you know, don't ever give up. Um, you know, one thing I learned years ago is, you know, uh, winners never quit and quitters never win, um, in, in this business. And, and I don't care how long it takes for you to become successful. Never give up. Just, just go after it. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Put the blinders on. Don't this person's blowing up in your company or that person doesn't matter. You finish what you start, and that's my principle on my team. I always tell them we we finish what we start. You know we don't quit. We keep going no matter what happens. You know, and that's what I advice I can give to everybody. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and today you may hang out with Angel Overa. 
So keep up the momentum and go to MLMNation.net and type in Angel at the search bar. His last name is Overa, which is O. L-V-E-R-A. But if you just put an angel, it should show up. And all the nuggets of wisdom that Angel shared will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Angel, thanks again for sharing your valuable time and your story with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks so much, Angel, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. God bless. Take care, everybody. Hey, this is Simon, and we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to share my secret and how I learn so quickly and, quote-unquote, read over 80 books a year. But before I do that, I want to highlight three of the most popular books that have been recommended by the leaders featured on MLM Nation. The first one is one of my all-time favorites, Your First Year in Network Marketing by Mark Yarnell. That book helped me overcome the frustration in my first year, and every distributor should read it. The second book is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. That book really expanded my mind on what it takes to be successful. And finally, GoPro by Eric Worre. This has been one of the most popular MLM books in recent years, and arguably, you can say it's one of the best ever. So now, let's be honest. How many of you know that leaders are readers, but you just don't like to read? Or if you like me, I want to read, but I can only focus for about 10 minutes and then my mind starts wandering and then gets really, really boring. So here's the secret to how I can learn so much even though I can't focus. It's with audiobooks. Now, I love audiobooks. I've been listening to them ever since I got my first iPod in 2005. I listen to audiobooks when I walk my dog, when I go running, when I drive, when I do dishes and errands. Yes, I still have to do those and so on. And now, as a listener to MLM Nation podcast. You can get a free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. You can choose one of the top three books I just recommended or any other book you want. In fact, you can choose over 180,000 different books. It is really cool. So it's that simple. It's very easy. Just go to MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com and grab your free audiobook today. Enjoy it and happy learning. ML Nation fantastic and inspiring story from Angel Overa. You know, I took a lot of notes there, but I think the main one is, you know, second chance, right? I think some of us, we feel guilty. Whether it doesn't matter what level of your success you had uh, before you started network marketing, or even if you are in network marketing, we feel that we're not successful yet, or we failed, or Angel felt he failed his parents. And it's just you kind of touching story where like, he went from uh, someone who was re- doing really well in school, the second, third grade, where he can skip a grade, to being kicked out of school. It's kind of like the, you know, kind of like the angel becomes the devil. The great student turns bad and, he's, and he gets to hang out with the wrong crowd, gets kicked out. He can't play, play baseball anymore. And uh, gosh, you know, just imagine what his parents thought about him. And then he kind of turned his life around. And now, you know, he took care of his parents. Now his parents don't need to work again. You know, MLM gives you that second chance, right? Like he shared with... You know, really good when he talked about um, the book was Failing Forward by John C. Maxwell, how it's about fertilizer. Failure is fertilizer for your future success. And by the way, I read that book. Excellent, excellent book. Actually, I didn't read that book. I actually listened to that book on uh, audiobooks. And by the way, if you want to get a free audiobook, go to mlnationbook.com. Failing Forward by John C. Maxwell. Great book. Um, other notes there. You know, he talked about, you go back to the million-dollar question. Angel just shared with your script how to reach out to successful people who are smarter, successful than you, right? So if you haven't, this is, this is very similar to what I teach in the sponsoring workshop. If you've never been there, just go to sponsoringworkshop.com. 
this is a two-hour, pretty intense webinar. I'll teach you how to you know, approach different types of people, especially entrepreneurial people. But the script is very similar to Angel's. Basically, hey, you know, Angel's from L.A. Uh, I'm from L.A. I'm in Denver right now. We're here to expand our company. We're looking for smart, successful people. I was wondering if you open for a quick two, three-minute phone call. And you can let me know if this is something you would be interested to learn more about. And that's what he did. He did it over and over. He knew no one. And he was able to build a business that way, right? Again, it's really, again, there's no excuse for, oh, I ran out of people to talk to. Because you're going to pick up the phone and just call random people. And that's what it, it, basically Angel did. That was like he went to Denver, knew no one, and he grew a successful business that way. Couple other aha moments. Uh, don't fire hose your people, right? He talked about fire talking too much. I think he used, if you notice Angel, the people who really, you know, he's a seven figure earner. People are learning, making great incomes. He's an excellent storytellers, excellent use of analogies. He used the pepperoni, right? The number one fire hose, right? Don't blow people out. Now think about it. If you can take a shower, it's comfortable, but if you're fire hosed, we're like blasting water, it's not too comfortable. And I think a lot of you in MLM, you're talking way too much. The more you talk, the more you lose because you sound like a salesperson and no one wants to deal with salespeople, right? So he shared about the pepperoni. If they're hungry, give them a pepperoni, one or two slices, get them, get them hungry, wanting more, right? Think, think about this. You have someone who's hungry and maybe their pain is, they're hungry, right? You give them one or two slices of pepperoni, they want more. They want that slice of pizza. They want more. But if you give them the whole pizza, Pizza, number one, they're not going to be, they're probably not going to be hungry. Or they say, oh, maybe if you can give them a slice. They're not that starving anymore. So you wouldn't tell, hey, you want to eat more? Say, mom, um, it's not a good time. Uh, I have other things to do. That's exactly what your prospects are doing to you, right? They cancel on you because they've tasted too much. They know too much. You want to increase curiosity and decrease resistance. Write that down. Increase curiosity, decrease resistance. So think about this. If the person eats the whole pizza, they even may think, oh, that wasn't even a good pizza. So instead of being grateful for the slices of pepperoni, they say, oh, that's not a good. Or they had, a, you know, they had another bad pizza before. Oh, this just tasted like, like before. It was terrible. Or actually, my last pizza was even better, right? And they're definitely not going to go to that meeting. So give them pepperoni, not the pizza. A lot of things, like delegate. I think this is something uh, that's more higher level, like leaders. A lot of leaders, you want to do it yourself, but you have to learn how to delegate. Okay, and I love the quote, inspect what I expect. He inspects what he expects, but delegating is really empowering leaders. And that's why Angel has all these leaders worldwide. Really inspired. He doesn't even need to talk to them anymore. But he's growing seven-figure earner. Okay, um, Events. Events are important. Events, events, events. He talked about his big aha moment was going to that event. Before that, he'd been to meetings, 35 people, 40, 50 people. He got fired up, but thousands of people in the stadium. You cannot replace that. Build belief. And that's why he said when he sponsors someone, they have to go to international convention. Same thing I did when I was building. If you didn't go to international convention, I wouldn't work with you. You have to build, have to go attend events and events and events. Um, last thing is your attitude, right? Your attitude. It's all about attitude, personal development, growing yourself. And knowing that if someone says no to you, it's not you. It's them. It's them. Then it's not your fault. It's just they're not seeing it. Move on to the next person. And you know, Angel had tremendous success, but it, he had a lot of rejection as well. But he kept on moving on. And your attitude, your mind is the most important thing you got to protect. And the most important thing you have to grow every single day. So, anyway, awesome show. I can go on and on. Go get Angel's book. We'll put it in the show notes page. Go to mlnation.net and put in Angel and A N G E L. His last name is Overa, O L V E R A. But if you put in Angel, it'll come up. Oh, Angel Overa. Uh, go get his book. 
the, 90, the first 90 days of network marketing. Uh, there's a link to there. And also thank him. Connect with him. Awesome leader. And ML Nation, if you like these shows, please do me a favor. Leave a review on iTunes. Please, please leave a review on iTunes. It not just motivates me, but entire team. We have five people that work hard on each of these episodes. And they would love it to see those reviews. Please do that for us. Okay, Not just for me, but for us, for our team. And lastly, if you like these, please share with the network marketing community. I also want to thank Adam Carey. He's a friend of mine, awesome leader. He's been on episode 86. He was the one who connected me with Angel. Uh, just like, you know, leaders are connectors. And by the way, Adam is awesome. Adam and Michelle, his wife, have a great book. Uh, Don't Be That Guy in Network Marketing. You definitely want to check it out. And we'll include that in the show notes as well. But thanks again to Adam. Thank you, MM Nation, for listening. Thank you for making me proud to be part of this profession. Go out and build your business. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. 